Hey, Nelson Alcoholic Addict. That's not my real name. It's a pen name that I came up with on this newsletter, LOL Sober. Did you watch the Grammys on Sunday? Uh, me neither. I didn't. <laughs> but but I did see 1.5 billion people tweet out the video of Tracy Chapman singing Fast Car with Luke Combs. And if you don't know the backstory, Tracy Ch Chapman is a very reclusive musician who hit her peak popularity in the late 1980s and early 1990s. Um, and Luke Combs is a successful, much younger country music star right now. And he recently covered Chapman's legendary song, Fast Car, and it became a huge hit. You know, it was on every radio station. You hear it all the time. And it really, it really stroked that nostalgic part of of me who grew up uh you know i was 12 13 15 like that age whenever tracy chapman was big and i always liked her uh i only knew a few of her songs i'm not even gonna pretend that i bought all of her cds or anything but um she she was always this person she was she wasn't one of those people who went looking to be on magazine covers and be on late night tv and have her own show and all of that stuff like she seemed to genuinely sing because she loved it not because it would make her money and my main connection to her was that song fast car and i i found that i've always loved songs about cars and i think there's a, there's actually a lot of songs about cars so i don't think i'm alone i think like in the american psyche the car represents something kind of ambitious and open-ended and you know you can just if you have a driver's license and insurance obviously uh and you're not drunk obviously you can just drive you could just go you could drive to california tomorrow if you want you know i saw a percentage i saw a uh, thing one time that said um you know most americans i think are 100 miles away from being in a different state you know, or, or less than. And I think that's, you can haggle with that statistic because I, I think like if you live in the middle of Montana or even Pennsylvania or upstate New York or southern Florida, you aren't 100 miles from another state. But the numbers get skewed because New York City is like 7.5 million people that could drive <laughs> uh, 10 miles and be in a different state. So anyway, the, the point is that you're a car ride away from like a different town a different county, a different state, a different climate. You know, you could just drive somewhere warm or drive the ski slopes. And so there's something like kind of beautiful about that. And um, it's a weird thing for me to love because I, I actually don't particularly like cars. I don't care about cars. I don't read about cars. I don't need to drive a nice car. I don't know the difference between a Ford and a Honda and any, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to know. It cars is one of those blind spots as a dude that I, I know almost nothing about and I plan to stay that way. You know, If some weird noise is coming from the engine, I always pop the hood and look in there like some dope because I don't have any idea what I'm looking for. I don't know what I don't know what I could solve if I hear a weird noise. It would only just be like if there was like a dead animal or a can trapped in there or something. But I spark plugs and oil changes and all that other stuff. I hire people to do that. So the idea of cars being poignant for me is weird um but what drew me to that song is just the the idea of um the car as an escape mechanism you know and her song is about her song is about escaping a terrible living situation i think as a younger person which i did, i never had i had an awesome childhood and uh but the car always has a, occupied a space in my head as a way to 
get a clean start, to just jump in your car and get on the open road, drive someplace better. I remember thinking the minute I got my driver's license, I'd have more friends. I'd be out on dates all the time. It would be so fun. I remember when I went off to college, I packed up my car and I started driving not to a university, but to this new exciting life that, that awaited me. You know, And I remember graduating from college and getting in my car to drive to New York City where I was going to move to, and life was going to be awesome there, too. It was so exciting. And I remember two years later moving out of the city and thinking life was about to get so much better, and it all revolved around loading up that car and driving away. But it never quite worked. It never did. You know, the songs are beautiful and inspiring and optimistic, and but the truth is, for me, escaping in a car has always involved me being in the car too. <laughs> That's the problem. Me going anywhere means I'm there. And so the car ride didn't solve any issues that I was having. And I didn't really notice that pattern until I got sober. And I heard people use the noun geographic. Like I pulled a geographic, you know. People say, I got my first DUI and I tried a geographic by moving back home to Ohio. Um, I moved back in with my wife, my ex-wife, you know, and in a different state and I pulled a geographic and it's, I don't remember it ever being used in like a good context. I usually remember it being used in the context of a desperate move to fix a substance abuse problem by getting into a different house. <laughs> but I also don't remember anybody. I don't remember anybody ever saying like, yeah, that was the key that worked. That got me sober, you know, is, is a bigger problem than that. And Certainly case for me. Um, I'm sure there's people out there who have pulled a geographic and it has helped them get sober, but I just, I don't, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head who that's their story, you know? So in my drinking days, I think I went about 0 for 5 in moving as the, the this is the thing. This is when I'm going to stop, when I move. I moved once in sobriety, you know, from New Jersey to Connecticut. And I'd say it's about 50-50 on whether it aided my sobriety or not. My house in New Jersey was such a disastrous money pit that I was glad to be out of there. So there was some like serenity that came from just having that in the rearview mirror. But we moved into a place in Connecticut uh, that was a rental and it was too small. I had two young kids with a third on the way. We were cramped. The kids were little and little kids in a cramped house. It's just like noisy and it's bumpy you know the house was a bit of a dump and I also felt that nagging feeling of like the concept of rental being you know flushing money down the toilet rather than buying something and uh, whether that I don't even know if that's true or not but I felt that you know and I do think during that time 2011 to 2018 or so I do think I continued to grow as a sober man during that time, but the, the move had nothing to do with it. Like it was, it was program work, you know, and my overall point, if you're wondering what the hell is the point of this is that the car, a fast car has never been the answer. It's never been the answer for me. Neither has a new house to live in or a, a new tax bracket or a new girlfriend when I was younger or getting a new streaming service. You know, it's that stuff only goes so far. Most of most of the happiness that I've found is because it's because this is an inside job and I do the work about, you know, making it my insides better. Uh, but I want to leave, I want to end on a, on a, like a positive note because let me, I want to say something positive about the idea of getting in your car and going. I have found it to be useful at, at times. Um, I have teenagers 
and I'm married, and I got cats, and I find myself bickering with someone, and I find myself needing 30 minutes sometimes in a cold car, jump in, drive to Target for no real reason other than to just calm down a little bit. And I've definitely done that and then spent the entire trip building up the resentment even more. That's bad. Don't do that. Don't jump in your fast car and and just figure out ways to <laughs> to get even or win or whatever. Um, most of the time, I go, I clear my head, and that's better. Or I go and I'll sit and meditate for five minutes in the parking lot, or I'll make a phone call to a sober friend. But I, I just do something to not build up the resentment. So all in all, when I'm in a good spiritual place, getting into a fast car and getting out of a precarious situation, it can be beneficial. And, um, you know, I should clarify <laughs> when I say fast car, I mean like a Honda CRV or a mini, even a minivan, <laughs> you know? So I don't know what's the definition of fast 35 miles per hour. Cause that's, that's my fast car. Thanks for letting me share.